0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 18 of the Forno Sports podcast. Today we'll be going over the JJ Watt trade and the NBA MVP race. So, start off with our headlines. Anthony Davis is to be reevaluated in 2 to 3 weeks after a right calf strain in Sunday's game versus the Denver Nuggets. I think this is a big loss for them. I'm not sure how it depends on how long he'll be out after the reevaluation and all that. But um watching well, Get to that later but that's a big loss for them in their coming games next ex chargers and bucks three-time pro bowl wide receiver vincent jackson dies at 80 at 38 his cause of death is still uncertain they found him in a hotel room nobody knows what happened to him the report of chris bryant having trade talks with the mets were false apparently um i don't even think it should have happened though because like if the talks were actually going to happen because the Mets third baseman JD Davis has done like really well in his first two years as a man. He batted 307 in 2019 and 247 in 2020. So I think he's doing very well for them and I don't understand why they would get rid of him. Bears and Allen Robinson haven't, haven't talked about an extension in five months. Christian, do you, think do you think he'll land an extension with Chicago or sign with another team?
1: Uh, I think he's done with Chicago. Chicago. Um, I think he will go to another team this year, especially with the way that Chicago is going. It's looking like their defense is only going to get worse and worse, and their offense is still going to be terrible. So I think he's going to leave Chicago, and I don't think an extension is going to happen, especially with the fact, with the point you just brought up, uh, that they haven't talked about an extension in five months. Mm -hmm. So that's a very long time, and I, I don't think that, I think that statement makes it a lot less likely that I'll say in Chicago. I think it's a miracle.
0: Yeah, also going back to their defense, they hired Mike Pettin, the ex-defensive coordinator of the Packers, to be their assistant defensive coordinator. And he was horrible in Green Bay. So I don't understand why they hired him, but that's brutal. Watch him, like, make the Bears a number one defense again.
1: Just, like, the irony. it's
0: stupid. <laughs> so the... Cleveland Cavaliers plan to no longer play Andre Drummond and have him traded prior to the March 25th trade deadline. I mean, Cleveland's had a much better year than they've had in the past couple of years, and to do- make this move is kind of weird to me because I think they still could have a chance of the playoffs. If they keep playing well if they keep playing well, and I still believe it's a good move. All right, six-time All-Star Blake Griffin will be out of the Pistons lineup. Until his playing future is figured out, a solution I have for this is send him to Brooklyn. They need a they need a real big man. All they have right now is DeAndre Jordan. His stats this year are seven point one points per game, two assists a game, and seven rebounds a game. And I don't think that's going to take them far into the playoffs with a big man like with those numbers. Someone like Blake Griffin could really help them out. Where do you do you think? Do you think he'll go somewhere, or do you think he'll stay in Detroit? Oh. I think they're looking to trade him.
1: They said I think they're either going to buy him out, buy out his contract or trade him. Um, I could see him going to Brooklyn. Um, I don't really know where he could go, to be honest. I think maybe even Golden State could be like a dark horse. I think they need another like big man, especially with Wiseman and Looney out right now. Um, but I don't know where he's going to go. I was thinking that Drummond would go to Brooklyn once he gets traded. I thought that it was... That would be where he would go, but maybe Griffin goes to Brooklyn, but uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard about uh, any top locations for him yet, so um, I guess we'll just see what
0: happens in the future. Yeah, I believe sending him to Brooklyn would make them an actual championship caliber team, because basically they're, basically they're only run by Harden, KD, and Kyrie, and I don't think that'll take them too far.
1: Their defense is terrible. Their defense is horrible. It's horrific. They need a be, man desperately who can get boards and defend.
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, here's Christian with some headlines of his own.
1: All righty. Uh, the first headline I have, uh, point guard of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Zangela Russell, will be out for four to six weeks with a knee injury. Um... He was, he, I think he missed the past four or three games with this knee injury, but I think they reevaluated him and he's going to be out. Also, Cole Anthony is indefinitely out with a fractured rib. Um, they said that he might not, not even be back until March 3rd, which is when the All Star break starts. So, big mm-hmm. loss for the Magic, especially with Markel Fultz going down. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe Michael Carter Williams, who is there starting point guard right now,
0: will do a lot better. I don't know, I don't really have much faith in Michael Carr Williams. Back to um, D'Angelo Russell. I mean the Timberwolves are already last in the NBA at seven to twenty, so I think this just hurts them even worse and they desperately need a rebuild.
1: Yeah, I don't understand how they they've had so many number one picks and they've just whiffed on so many. Like this, I feel like this team on paper, like this should be a great team. Like you have Anthony Edwards, who's been solid. D'Angelo Russell, who's been kind of meh this year. Um, and then you have mm-hmm. Towns. Towns has been out a lot. He had, just got back from ha- uh, COVID protocols. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think they're one piece away. I don't know who they need. I think they need a small forward or power forward. And I think they'll be good. But, yeah, the deal loss really help or doesn't help them at all. But I think... Timbers are probably might, they might get the number one pick again, which would be which would be good for them, I guess. Hopefully they don't whiff again, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, going to the Cole Anthony, uh, I love he's been playing great. It's sucks to see that he fractured his rib. I hope he recovers fully because I think he's going to be a, a stud. I think he's he's extremely underrated, mm-hmm. and. Uh, this is a big loss for the Magic, especially after already, already losing. Markel falls to a torn ACL, but I hope he'll be a back um, after All-Star break.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: Um, then the next headline I have, and my final headline, or my second-to-last one, the Mavs-Pistons game got postponed due to severe weather. Um, as some of you might know, Dallas, that Texas area, they got, like, five inches of snow, which is a lot for them. They're not really used to it, and they're dealing with some
0: cold temperatures. And they're yeah, I saw that very, the entire state of Texas was was, not, was all below 32 yesterday. Which is crazy. The Weather Channel
1: predicted that every place would be above average there, extremely above average. So that mm-hmm. was kind of a little take by the Weather Channel. It took, a, it took an L. Um, you know, but... Um, I think they said from what I what what from what I read. Um, they said that there were a lot of power outages, and that's why they had to cancel it. Um, yeah, that's all right. Five inches of snow for people who live in Maryland, like Northeast, like that's not a lot. Like that's pretty easy and manageable to deal with. But for yeah. them, probably like a foot of snow, and then there were some areas who got a foot of snow, which is a lot for them, and. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Um how that happened. It's kind of it's kind of cool, I
0: guess, you know. Yeah, I'm sure if this kind of weather happened in Boston it wouldn't be so much of a problem, but yeah, they're not used to this and I'm sure that's why this is all happening. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then uh the last headline that I have is Andre Robertson
0: signs with the Nets. Um great He's been defense. around for a while. Yeah. I I actually kind of forgot about him cuz he got he was out for a couple years, and, yeah, I mean, he was always solid on the Thunder. The Thunder were never, like, a hard playoff team, but, yeah, I believe he can help them on their defensive side. He's a big, strong kind of guy. I've seen him have many nice blocks. I'm not sure how he is now coming back from this injury, but I believe he can help them on the defensive side.
1: Yeah, he's a good veteran pickup for them. He can uh, definitely upgrade their defense a little bit, maybe even teach hard enough to play defense. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think this is a good pickup for the Nets. I was wondering why he was on the free agent market for so long um, because I think he's a very underrated defender. I think he's a very underrated player. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think he definitely deserves a role in the NBA, and I'm glad the Nets gave him an opportunity. Opp- they gave him an opportunity. I can't talk that, but they gave him an opportunity. Yep.
0: That's your last headline? Yep, that's it. All right, so now on to our first topic, which is the J.J. Watt free agency situation. And let me tell you, it is very hectic. So as we all know, Texans released their star defensive end, J.J. Watt, last Friday. And over these past four days, there's been many reports about his next destination. And we're going to go over them. So the day he was released, everyone was certain he would go to Pittsburgh to play with his brothers, TJ and Derek. But that kind of that's not out of the picture yet, but it is slowly fading away as the days go on. As of yesterday, Packers were a huge landing landing spot for him, considering he grew up and went to college in Wisconsin. So that was the big headline of yesterday. And but earlier today, it's and they were said that he had serious interest in the Browns, considering they had everything he wanted. I'm not sure what everything he wants, but I'm pretty sure he wants a ring, and I think. That mostly happened in Green Bay compared to Cleveland, but we'll see what happens there. Meanwhile, DeAndre Hopkins, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Tyler Boyd have all taken to social media to try to recruit him to their teams. So where do you think he'll go?
1: Honestly, I think it's up in the air right now. I don't know why Juju Smith-Schuster is trying to recruit him. Uh, he might not even be on the Steelers next year. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe he'll resign. Maybe this is a sign that he resigns with the Steelers. Um, I don't know. There's so many options. I like the Packers were one, but I don't. I don't know if the Packers have enough cap space. I think that they, I think they're negative in cap room right now. I think they have like negative 18 million in cap from the last thing I checked. Um,
0: which is not good. I think they need to cut some people if they want to get J.J. Watt in. I think the Packers need to do is cut Dean Lowry. They already freed up 8.3 million with David Bakhtiari's contract cut. So if they if they free that up, I believe they will have enough to pursue him completely.
1: Yeah, um you know I really don't I really don't I really don't know. Like this is a very um confusing right, just because uh you really don't know where his head's at, obviously. the me, is just saying stuff. Mm-hmm. For all we know, we could, he could go to the Jets, for all we know. Yeah. Or he could go to, like, Jags. But um, I'd probably say the Browns right now is the number one option. I'd probably Packers at two. Steelers at three, probably. Cardinals at four. Titans at five, in my eyes.
0: Um, From what I'm seeing, like I said, he wants a ring. I believe that it happened most in Green Bay, but I'm not sure how much longer or how, how much he wants a ring, like how, how badly, how quickly he wants one. But he is he has serious interest in the Browns, so I'm not sure what's gonna happen at all. It's very up in the air.
1: I feel like the Browns, like no knock on the Packers or anything, you know. I feel like the Browns have the brightest future or a much brighter future than the Packers do in my eyes.
0: They're a much younger
1: team, yeah. Like they already went, I think it was they went eleven and five or eleven and six this year, or something like that, or or ten and six. I think they went eleven and five. Um, you know, I like that's probably his preferred destination, just because you know if he doesn't win this year, they're probably only going to get better. Especially that defense. The main problem with Cleveland was their defense, and I think they're going to address that in the draft. And as a as a division rival of Cleveland, I am shaking if they get J.J. Watt because they already have a dangerous front seven with Miles Garrett and uh, just like that front seven is nasty. I can't really remember what the names. Are. I would not really pay attention to the Browns that much, mm-hmm. like their defense. But Miles Garrett and J.J. Watt would wreak havoc on offenses and. Their secondary just needs to get better, and when their secondary gets better, I think that they will be a very complete team, which would suck for anybody in the AFC North. But, uh, yeah, um, I'd probably say Cleveland's number one option right now, then uh, Green Bay, then Pittsburgh. That's my top three right now.
0: So for every team that's in, like, the top spots for getting him, so you have Pittsburgh, TJ, and JJ would tear it up. For Green Bay, you have Zadarius Smith and JJ would tear it up. I believe Preston Smith is—he's going downhill. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but he did not have a good year last year. And then you have Miles Garrett and JJ Watt would tear it up. So that's something you really got to think about and what you want to do with them. So very up in the air. His future's still uncertain, but we're going to keep updating every time, every episode. Sir. So now on to the NBA MVP race. So. Who is personally your MVP of this season?
1: Um, kind of list my top four candidates, and like from I have four. Like I don't have like a favorite. I have four people who I'd like to see win it, and that I wouldn't be mad if they won it. Um, I, my number four, I got Stephen Curry. If the Warriors do better this year, uh, they do better than being the eighth seed. I think he has a case, a sh- very strong case for it. Um, He is single-handedly carrying the Warriors to the playoffs right now. Um, If you look at the stats, he's averaging 30.1, 5.3 rebounds, uh, almost six assists per game. Um, Great numbers while his second leading scoring teammate thinks out the Kelly Oubre or uh, Wiggins. It's Wiggins. Wiggins is having a bad year. He's averaging 17.5, but Curry is clearly the only, re- the main reason why they win these games. He's had, I think he's had numerous forty-point games this year. Um, mm-hmm. and he deserves I think he deserves to be at least in the top five, top four, maybe even top three, debatably, to um, because he's doing some unheard stuff, like not like twenty sixteen MVP season Curry, but I think he definitely should uh, be talked about more in the MVP race. I
0: believe he has a spot in there. I definitely don't believe he'll, he'll get it. Because, like, the media, like, once they, once they get those few set names at the top of the race, then they're really not going to back down unless they, have, unless they go crazy downhill in the season. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I believe he definitely deserves some credit. If there's an Offensive Player of the Year award, I think he would get it.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, – Who's one
1: of your options?
0: So my options for – my top two is Embiid and LeBron. LeBron's a very mainstream kind of guy, but, I mean, he's averaging 25.5 points a game, eight assists and rebounds per game, and his team's second in the NBA. So, I mean, I really can't count him out. He's doing this at a very old age for a basketball player. He's already won multiple rings. He's already His last MVP, I believe, was 2014 or 13. And I believe he deserves some credit here, although a lot of people would hate to... Hear me saying this about LeBron because a lot of people are are LeBron haters for some reason, but I believe believe he deserves some credit. And especially, what would really do it in the MVP race for him is winning and keep winning with the Lakers with Anthony Davis out. I believe if he keeps if he keeps doing that, I believe he has a solid spot at number one. But for M, like I believe it was a few episodes ago, we went over the MVP race and I said Embiid was my top spot. Now it's LeBron and Embiid. His – Embiid's stats this year are 29.6 points a game, three assists a game, and 10.8 rebounds per game. His team's fifth in the NBA. I mean, he's still carrying that team. He's doing very well. So, I can make a case for both people. But as of now, they're kind of neck and neck for me. I don't really have a favorite. Yeah. um, um, I have
1: Embiid. I have have KD. As my next option, and mm-hmm. then Jokic. I think KD's having a great year, especially coming off that Achilles tear.
0: That's LeBron's not the reason. Not even top three.
1: LeBron, like it's it's hard. Like I'd probably put KD and LeBron on, like the same level. Like I think they're tied right now. Mm-hmm. KD's averaging twenty nine, seven, and and five. Um, he's clearly the number one option on that Brooklyn Nets team. Um. You know, but KD and LeBron are kind of like outliers to I me. Mean, I think it's really between Jokic, Curry, and Embiid right now, in my opinion. Um, I can't... I would love to see, like, LeBron win it, especially because I think it would be a great story for how old he is. Um, the problem is, I think he hits... Well, I guess we'll see how he does without Anthony Davis, but I think uh, he has a lot of weapons at his disposal, like KD. I think Anthony Davis, like Curry... And I don't think Embiid or Jokic – maybe Jokic does or Embiid might. But I know Curry, for a fact, doesn't have a single other teammate who's averaging 20 points or 22 points a game right now. And most of his teammates are averaging below 10 or barely above 10. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the reason why I think he should be talked about. But I think that LeBron – he like he hasn't wowed me this year. Like I haven't really like been like, oh, I think LeBron's front frontrunner. I think it's either between Embiid because nobody really expected this from Embiid or Jokic this yeah. year. Um, I think that's why Embiid and Jokic are my frontrunners, and I put Curry at three in my MVP ladder um, because I think that that's Embiid and Jokic, not, not only are they big, they're big men. Yeah, we're doing some crazy stuff. Um, I just think they deserve it, because not only are they doing crazy stuff, they're winning a lot of games. Maybe not Jokic as much, but the Sixers are winning a lot of games as they are first in the East right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now let's go over the betting odds for MVP. So LeBron's plus 160. I get that. Next is Jokic at plus 350. He's playing very well. He's I think he's almost averaging a triple-double. And mm-hmm. right now, in, he... The... Nuggets and Celtics' game just finished. He had 43 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. I mean, he does it all the time. And then, plus 400 is Embiid, which I also get. I do believe Jokic is a little bit better than Embiid. I will admit it, but I believe Embiid's, Embiid's team is doing better. I know that. And he's carrying them to that. And then, next is plus 400, Luka Doncic, which I don't get. I, don't, I mean, he's putting up decent numbers, but his team is doing terrible. What, what do you think about Doncic being fourth?
1: Um, no, um,
0: so is is his oh, betting yeah. odds higher
1: or lower than Curry's? Uh, Curry, no way. Um, not only is Luka Doncic like they're tenth in the West, but like a lot of people are expecting this guy to like the Mavericks to be like a top five seed
0: in the NBA right now. Um, he's averaging twenty nine. He's averaging twenty nine points a game, but. I mean, he's not putting it away for his team. They're tenth in the West. His defense I know it's more of like is, a personal performance thing, but I I always take that into account.
1: Well, the problem I have with Doncic is that he sucks defensively. He's horrible defensively, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, we think about like Curry's, Curry's not a great defender. Durant's a pretty good defender. I think
0: Jokic and Embiid are great defenders, you know. Ooh. Ooh. Mute your mic, Mute your mic. All right. Yeah, I believe defensively he's not doing great, but he is putting up numbers, I can't count him out. He's throwing up a bunch of triple double doubles and it's just his team performance that's really rubbing me the wrong way. So next is KD at plus 800. I I believe he should be higher than Doncic, of course, because he's his team's doing well. He does have a, he does have kind of a trio there, but his team's doing well. He's averaging twenty nine points a game, five assists a game, and seven rebounds per game. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of torn between him and Doncic, the team's performance, but Kevin Durant is doing very well. Especially coming off that Achilles injury, which was really bad for him, but he's he's making do with it. He's doing much better, and I think I believe his team. I predicted in the episode with Yogi, Austin, and Dylan that they would go to the finals and maybe win it. So I I'm just, I don't understand why he's below Donkic, but I understand in, in a way. So next is Curry. I, I'm pretty sure you're going to want to address this at plot at plus eight hundred too. So. Make your case for him.
1: I think Curry should be a lot higher. Like I said, and before, Um, his teammates—he does not have. He has three teammate. He has two teammates who are averaging less than fifteen points, and he has one teammate averaging over fifteen points right now. And Curry's almost averaging thirty. He's led his team to more wins than Doncic so far um when they played curry's absolutely outplayed Doncic in all all their games. Yep. And I think curry is the most valuable player to the Warriors because without curry, you saw it last year, um they were bottom they were the worst team in the NBA um without curry. And that's yeah. a lot of you lose with and a lot of value that you lose and game back with curry on and off the floor, you know. And I really think that that's why I think he deserves to at least be higher in the betting. Like, mm-hmm. like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't... I'd love him to be a favorite. But, like, the fact that he's not getting... I feel like he's not getting talked about as much, which is surprising to me. Because I feel like he deserves to be at least in the top four. Top three, maybe. Um, I think KD deserves to be in the top four. Same Like, LeBron and KD deserve to be in the top four, obviously. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be not in the top four. He, he doesn't... Leave, like, his teammate doesn't lead the wins. He sucks at defense. Or he's not good at defense. I'm not going to say he sucks. Um, yeah. You know, i put Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in, above him in the MVP race. Because they're both having great years. And I think they're both better defenders. And they do, they're do they more well-rounded than Luka. Um, mm-hmm. And same with Jokic. I think Jokic deserves... Was Jokic even mentioned in those bets or no?
0: Yeah, he was second at 350.
1: Second. Um, yeah. I think Jokic deserves second. And I think Embiid... Embiid was third. Yep. I think Embiid deserves third. Um, I'd probably put LeBron a little bit lower, though. I'd probably put Embiid as the highest. And then, and then it'd be Jokic, Curry, LeBron, KD, Luka.
0: So my take on Curry in this MVP race, I believe he's totally making do with what he's got. And what he has is nothing. And I see clips on him on ESPN's Instagram page every night of him making crazy D3s, putting up a bunch of points a game, even like the first half, if or whatever it is. And, um, yeah, I believe he totally deserves to be mentioned in something. Since there is no Offensive Player of the Year award, I believe he deserves to have his name third in the MVP race. I don't think he'll win it, but I'm glad he's doing well because I believe he had a couple off years the past couple of years. Just bad teams, a couple injuries, you know. Alright, so last in the MVP betting odds is Giannis at plus 1,000. Yeah. His team's um, doing slightly worse than they did last year, but he's still dominating on the floor. I'm not seeing as, much, as many clips as I usually do every other year, but I believe he's still a dominant player. I don't think he deserves to be up top in the MVP race, so I get where he's at in the MVP betting. Honestly, um, screw it. I'm putting Giannis higher
1: than Doncic going the be race not only because he's leading his team to better best main option, right? Um, that's cold. He average he's averaging more rebounds, a little bit less assists. But he's a small forward, and he's averaging right. twenty eight. But he's been the main reason why the Bucks have been winning. He's been scoring a lot. He's been playing great. Uh, he's a much better defender, probably because he's a lot taller.
0: Yeah,
1: more, more taller than Doncic, but. I think Giannis deserves to be higher than Luca. I forgot that Giannis is even on the betting thing, but I think Giannis deserves to be higher than Luca as well. Sorry for Hayden and Luka. Um, I just don't see him being a tie in the MVP race as he is. Because
0: he doesn't he deserves it right now. That's a cold take, but I get, I get what you're saying. So, Christian, you have a few questions?
1: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, my first question is how do you think the Lakers will do without A D now that A D will be reevaluated in three or four weeks?
0: I believe they totally have the team to do it to do well. I believe they will do well. I just believe they the closer games they've been having, I believe they'll slip out of. Um I mean, they already are barely beating the, the Timberwolves who are last in the NBA tonight. And then they got the they got the Nets up next on Thursday, and I just don't think that they'll have the power to win that game. I mean, you have LeBron who can lead a team very far, but they just don't have those big name people that could beat teams like the Nets. You know, I mean, they have like they have like yeah. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma and Taylor Horton Tucker. Like that's not enough to beat those that big trio that that Irving that Harden that KD stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I believe they'll still beat them on the big man side of the ball, but that's all I got. Um, um I'm answering my own question
1: because I have my own take on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're gonna skid a little bit because this is totally. like when they have AD. Like I'm, I still think they're gonna be good. Like I still think they're gonna win games. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, I think they're going to have like a little bit of skids and I think they're going to lose to like, a lot of competition. Like, Nuggets, probably Blazers, I'd say. Probably the Suns, Clippers, Jazz, maybe even Golden State. Um, just because, like, when they didn't have AD, when LeBron, it was just LeBron, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, all those guys, right? I, they didn't do that good. They didn't mm-hmm. do great at all. And i I don't see them doing... I see them doing good, but I think LeBron's going to have to really step up and carry um, the team. And if he doesn't do that or if he doesn't do it well enough, I think the Lakers will skid a little bit and fall in the West a little bit. Probably like to like the fourth or fifth seed at worst. But who knows? LeBron probably probably on like a 10-game win streak now that I said that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. My next question is, who will have the biggest jump, meaning, like, biggest improvement in wins and the biggest downgrade or, like, fall in wins. So who will lose more games next year than they won and who will win more games they lost?
0: What team? In the NFL, correct? Yes, in the NFL. So for my biggest rise in wins, I have Jacksonville. From what I'm seeing, they should draft Trevor Lawrence. Had a good pro day, everything and all that. Uh, they hired Urban Meyer, who was a great coach at Ohio State for years. And they will most likely pursue the extremely talented free agent free agents out right now in this offseason. So I believe if they do everything I just said, drafting Lawrence, I already know they hired Urban Meyer. And, th- and then they go after some free agents and some young other players in the draft. I didn't think they can be a very good team. And then my fall team is the New Orleans Saints. They lost Drew Brees. Which is very big key to their team. He's been around for a long time, and then they are in cap hell. They're very much negative, and I just don't see them coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, my uh, teams,
1: there's, uh, there's My teams I have My rise, I have jets, yeah. much like the. Um, Jaguars, I thought would think they'll make good signings. They're second in cap. I think it's between the Jets and the Jaguars. There's like two options. I didn't want to pick the same one as you. Um, mm-hmm. Jets have the second amount of cap. Second highest amount of cap. I think Darnold. I don't think Darnold's a bad quarterback. I don't think he was given a fair chance. Especially with offensive mastermind Adam Gase as his head coach. Um, you know, I think that they'll have the highest jump, or Miami. I think it's between the Jets, Miami, or Denver, and the Chargers, who have the biggest jump. But I think the Jets will, because you get two wins. The only way you can go from that is up. Like, honestly, like, you know, I think they'll get Seawell, whatever his name is in the draft, to bolster the line. Is Penny
0: Sewell, or yeah, I'm S- not sure you say it. Yeah. And uh,
1: I think they'll make some good – they might even get Allen Robinson. I might get Allen Robinson, and hey, who, who knows? They might trade for Deshaun Watson. They just might get Deshaun Watson, but yeah, I don't know um, much news about that lately. But I sure hope it happens for him. Yeah, but a team I have with the biggest fall and wins. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh.
0: Okay, what do you? What do you, um, what do you elaborate on that? I don't think that
1: the running game is good. I think James Conner is a free – I'm not sure on this. I think Jim, James Conner is a free agent this year, but I'm not sure.
0: Um, they really just let him go. Like, they just yeah. stopped using him.
1: But Benny Snell is not good by any means. Big Ben, if he plays like he did last year, they will be terrible. Their offense was terrible. They have a lot of defensive free agents this year, and I don't think they're getting any of them back, especially with them being 26th in cap space um they are negative 9 million under Oh, wait negative no they're negative 14 million under my bad hmm. um, you know you if you lose some key pieces to that defense you know they're screwed that's the one thing that kept them in games that offense and especially mike pouncey retiring that line gets worse um the line was already getting worse it's using a big part of your line and i just See, the offense and the defense not doing well. They'll probably go 11-0 and 0 again. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't see Pittsburgh
0: having that great of a year this year. I believe if they don't have a cakewalk schedule again, then they will turn into the mediocre team that they should have been last year. Yeah. yeah. Next question?
1: All right. Next question I have is, are the Utah Jazz legit? Or are they frauds?
0: I don't believe they're frauds. I believe if Mike Conley stays health, stays healthy. <laughs> I believe if Mike Conley stays healthy, then they can keep making a run at it because he has been questionable with a knee injury the past few nights. And yeah, I believe they're playing. I'm oh, sorry, hamstring injury. And I believe they're playing legit basketball. They have good ball movement. I've seen a couple clips that are just passing the ball around. They're totally messing up defenses. I don't think they're just getting lucky shots or have an easy schedule or anything. I believe they're playing good basketball. I believe Donna Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, even Joe Ingles are having a great year. And then you throw Mike Conley from the Grizzlies a couple years ago, and you just keep building that team up. The Jazz for me is kind of like an athletics in in the baseball. So over the past five, six, seven years, The Athletics have built their team up and up. I remember them as like a last team in the MLB for a long time. And they're slowly progressing every year. I think this is the Jazz, and I think that this is finally finally their year to actually show out in the playoffs and maybe win a championship. Yeah. Yeah.
1: um, Would you say that they're title favorites? I want to elaborate on that a little bit. don't give my opinion.
0: They are. Statistically, they are. But they don't have a whole lot of playoff experience, so it's very hard to tell how far they'll go.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. In right. my opinion, I do agree that they're title contenders. I absolutely love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a very underrated player in the league right now. He should yep. be top seven, top ten in the MVP discussion right now. But the Jazz, they really don't have a number one option. Like, like Donovan Mitchell probably the number one option. But, like, yeah. they play a great... Team game. I was watching them against the. Uh, who'd they go? They went against somebody on TNT and they were hitting everything. I think they're going against the Celtics, maybe. Yeah, they're going against the Celtics. Um, they were moving the ball great. They um, they were just dominating on defense, especially with Gobert, Derek Favors. Um, those guys. Inglis is shooting the ball. David Donovan is playing great. Conley's playing great. He's had a much better year than last year. Um, I think getting uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. I was about to say Bogdan, but that he's on the Hawks. Um, mm-hmm. Boyan back, big thing. I think it's the main reason why they blew the 3-1 lead in the bubble. Um, so a lot of people have been having great years on the Jazz, especially Jordan Clarkson. He's been – he had a yeah, decent definitely... points against the Sixers, I think it was like two nights ago, which is crazy. Um, but the, these guys play a great team – they play a great team game. Um, I'd probably see how they match up against the Lakers when they're fully healthy. Um, but, man, they are. I, I love the Jazz. I think they are. It's, it's good to have a, like a new top dog right now.
0: Yeah, I like to see that.
1: It's a breath mm-hmm. of fresh yeah. air. All right. And then my final question. What do you think is going on with the Celtics? Now, you may look at the standings, and you may be like, oh, well, they're fourth in the East. Um, yeah. But their record is 13-13 and 13 right now. So, what do you have to say about the Celtics? Do you think that they're just going through a rough patch, or do you think that they are –
0: what do you think wrong with them? So, on Friday night, they lost to the Pistons. And then they went up against Washington, the Wizards, and in efforts to like bounce back from that, and then they lost to them, who were mm-hmm. six and seventeen. So I believe their young spots like uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are performing, but people like Kemba Walker are not. They're they're barely beat, or they're they're losing to teams that struggle to guard like a parked car. Like mm-hmm. they're just not playing good basketball at all. I mean, I believe their young talents, like Peyton Pritchard, is, like, one of the best young players in the league. But their defense is not great. And that's, they can't balance out their good offense and horrible defense. So, I mean, and their their bench has never been elite. They they still aren't. And they're not, I wouldn't consider them, like, a bad team at this moment. But they're definitely not any sort of contender right now. They have all those, like, mini fires and, like, like I said, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, some people like that, and Peyton Pritchard. But they, they can't have them carry it all the way through the playoffs because that's not going to work for them. All right. Uh,
1: what do you think they need to do? Do you think they need to do anything to make it any better? Like, what do you think that
0: they should do? Well, I think they need to figure out what's wrong with Kemba Walker, yeah. especially. And then then just like the Nets, just need to work on their defense. I believe the Celtics could still go far in the playoffs and they could meet the Nets. But as of now, they, they're, it's really their defense that's the worst part about them. Mm-hmm. Well, my bad. They're 14-13. They beat the
1: Nuggets today. Um, 14, but still. Um, the Celtics? I don't know how to feel about them. I think... Giving up Gordon Hayward, I don't think they had the money to sign him anyways. But giving him up, he's having a great season out in Charlotte. Um, I think we could easily win most improved player. Like, he has a chance to. Um, that was a big loss for him. But there's just so much star power on this team. I don't know how you are 14 and 13 in a pretty weak Eastern Conference, in my eyes, when you have the... 12 and 15 Toronto Raptors in the playoffs right now. Um, I don't understand how they are. I don't, I, I just want to say, like you said, their defense is terrible. I think yeah. they're really missing the old Kemba Walker. Hopefully he can return the form after the all-star break. Um, and I really think they're missing Hayward because Hayward was a slight boost of offense for him. Um, and Tristan Thompson, like, when they made that – I think when they signed him, I was like, wow, this, this is a really good signing. Tristan Thompson just had a really good year. But mm-hmm. he has not been that great for him. And neither – Tice has been eh, you know. I think Jalen Brown's having a great year. Tatum's having a decent year. But, like, I think that's it. That's where the team stops. They have them two. And then yeah. Kimball Walker, who's on and off right now.
0: They and start to fizzle out, and then you have to focus on Marcus Smart, and then your your young bench or your, your young and horrible bench. Mm-hmm. Well, I allow Jeff Teague to come in behind uh, doing bad Kemba Walker and expect him to do well.
1: well um, I forgot to mention this. I think Marcus Smart is out with an injury. I think he did something to his hand, more specifically his. Um, more specifically... Oh, not his hand. It's his... He has a strained left calf. Okay. So he's expected to miss two to three weeks. Uh, and that was up on January 31st. So he's he was out for tonight. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been a pretty big loss for them, too. That's a lot of defense gone for, from their team.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely need one more star, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like... Because if you rely on Kevin Walker, he is bad. And you have Brown and Tatum, who are younger and not very experienced. And if that happens in the playoffs, then they're not going to get far. Do you
1: think that they could get a Blake Griffin or an Andre Drummond?
0: I believe they can make a run at it, run at it and I think they should. I think they should, too. Um, so is that it? Are we done with all
1: the questions? Yep. That it? All right, so that's all the questions.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in, sir. Sure. Um. Follow our Twitter at the O Sports Pod. Follow our Instagram at the O Sports Podcast. Keep following. Keep listening. We all we appreciate it all. All right. Thank you for tuning in to episode 18 of the O Sports Podcast. Have a good one.